Well, hello everybody, it's Dr. Hank and welcome to our Mastermind Magnets. That this is just a fabulous group that we have so many people that have um, agents that have increased their uh, wealth, uh, their business, uh, just in incredible, incredible ways. And you're gonna love this mastermind. And basically uh, our format is, I'll give you an overview on what's going on in the world and uh, the reason why you want to do that. And so this is really, and I would uh, really write down, start writing down as you hear some things, because you want to think about what kind of conversations can I have with my list, if you will. Uh, in fact, our referral program we just reviewed, we have three exclusive lead uh, programs that we created. It's all under our umbrella here with our mastermind magnets. And uh, one of them is a referral program. And so we have uh, five videos on that. And you may want to write that down and do that. In fact, uh, I had one agent uh, in Florida uh, uh, call me yesterday and said, wow, I went to your mastermind for the first time last week. And you were talking about the referral program and to write some notes. And so I wrote 10 notes and she had one listing yesterday out of so would you like to just write 10 notes to people, connect with them and get a listing? And listings is the name of the game. So anyways, I'll start out on just a, a brief overview of uh, the world, lots of information. And again, just, you know, write down on something on, hey, I can, you know, share that with somebody or maybe just write down it all on, on you know, each point that I give on where the economy is, where COVID is, where, where real estate is, et cetera. And uh, then after we uh, do an overview of that, we're going to get into one of our lead programs and we're going to do the new home builder uh, program. And it's funny, I had someone, I talked to an agent earlier this week and I said, hey, we are uh, last, uh, late last week, actually, and a few days ago. And uh, they said, oh, I know all about uh, the new home, uh, a, a new home builder, you know, program. And I said, really, what? And she goes, well, that's, you know, just where you go into new home builders and, you know, see if they got any stuff going on. I said, no, that's not it at all. That we go in, we set up an appointment and we offer more value than any other agents. We preferred agents and literally all these programs they're free and about uh, we're seeing at least 80 percent of the leads close and go find that at zillow or realtor.com or whoever you just can't it's really just uh, incredible so to begin the three considerations of uh, a um, uh, in selecting a real estate agent and uh, the number one is relevant local national uh, real estate news. And so guess what? You're going to be up to speed. I mean, some of this is hot off the press from uh, within the last 24 hours. And so some of it you may know, but I bet there's some things that you don't. Also about your community reputation. And again, that's why we have these lead programs that build that reputation. And then what your local connections are. So this is our mastermind group. So you want to get to know each other, talk to each other, get on early. I usually turn this on a half hour before. Uh, we have it every Tuesday at 11 o'clock central and uh, a great way for you to talk to each other and whatever and I'm doing other things like I'm meditating and having 
fun and you know, whatever, but I'll be, I'll be on at 11. But, and then afterwards, and after we do the recording, we actually stay on and we talk. And sometimes those are just the juiciest stuff, you know, that um, you would want. But this is how to get local connections. And we have, anywhere in the United States, we have local connections for you. And it might be a lender um, that, uh, in fact, we have a national lender that is just amazing. And, you know, uh, we'll talk about that low interest rate and how, how great it is. Uh, but those are the top three. And so we're going to give you, you uh, now, you're going to have all the relevant local national, you know, information that uh, you want. And then uh, at the end, then we'll, we'll actually open it up to everybody and any thoughts that you have, uh, any questions that you have. And in, in the, while we're going through this, if you do have a, a question or if you text something, uh, just, you know, open it up. Uh, ask me, unmute yourself. So let's take a look at the markets uh, in, this past, uh, in the past week, uh, home loan rates hovered at all time lows below 3%. And that's really a big thing uh, for your sellers. It means that, hey, there's more buyers out there that can buy more house. And so which means they have a bigger opportunity for them. And then of course, buyers, they get to buy, you know, more house. And, uh, and all this came by the uncertainty and the impact of uh, COVID-19 and uh, the feds are going to keep this and, and just take my word for it. When I share this information, just, you know, you might've never seen it anywhere because I just kind of know this stuff and, you know, been channeling this stuff, but low, low rates are going to keep low for a long time. And so, um, and so that's a good news. I wouldn't necessarily share that with everybody because we want that urgency, you know, with them, but right now take advantage of my son just refinanced. He's saving uh, $400 a month and, um, and, uh, but he was actually uh, furloughed, so he couldn't do a refinance, just got uh, hired back in a higher position, all this wonderful stuff. And uh, so, so, you know, I, I told him, like I shared with all of you, just look for the opportunities. And so these changes will bring opportunities. And so my son, he got promoted, you know, got a promotion, and more money and all that good stuff. But now he's saving $400 and he got 2.78% uh, interest rates. So just amazing. Uh, housing continues to be the bright spot in the U.S. economy and pending home sales. And so again, this might be some information you want to share with your, uh, you can call up anybody and say, hey, I wanted to let you know about, you know, some really amazing things happening in real estate. And so the interest rate is one of them. But another one is this um, uh, pending home sales. And so it soared this week. And, uh, you know, within the last seven uh, days, uh, pending home sales and the real estate community has boosted their sales force uh, forecast for 2020, which means, you know, NAR and everybody is saying, oh, wow, we think real estate is going to be bigger than we, we uh, really knew and, um, and that we thought of. And I told you that we're going to, this year is going to be the biggest year for you. And it is for many of you. I'm looking at a few of you that, you know, it's the biggest year for you and it'll continue to get better and better. Now listen to this, and, and this isn't in the news, and it's just funny on how the news says like uh, gross domestic product decreased by 30%. That's not true at all. That 
it's annualized that way, really only decreased by 11%. But guess what? What they didn't tell you is the recession has ended. And so it's probably the first time you've ever heard that. The recession has ended in the second quarter uh, that, uh, so in uh, starting at the end of, of May and then June, that the recession literally has ended. Because remember, it was the pretend that made up a recession. It wasn't really anything broken. And, and um and so we're seeing the uh, third quarter is going to likely be the largest increase of GPT gross domestic product in U.S. history. And why is that important? That means jobs, that means opportunities, you know, it's just all kinds of things. So everything is so good. And I just know you haven't heard it on the news. In fact, I, I did, I was watching uh, something, I think it was maybe a basketball game, kind of watching it, and, but it was on ABC. And, it, and when it ended, it immediately went to ABC News. I never watched the news because, you know, it's all bad stuff. And I just had to laugh that uh, they start out with, oh, there's this terrible hurricane coming, you know, on the East Coast. And really, it's not hitting. It's 80 mile an hour winds that hit Florida. And again, I don't have an update on it because I don't care about it. And it doesn't have anything to do with our experience, right? You know, for most of you, you're not even living in that area. And, uh, and then it went to the COVID and number of deaths, and that's a whole nother thing on the account deaths. Anybody who dies and their blood shows they had COVID, they died from COVID, even though that really only 10% of the deaths, like today, 10% of the deaths are COVID. 90% are from all these other things like heart disease, cancer, pneumonia, car accidents, you know, all that. Why don't we focus our attention on that? Or better yet, why don't we just focus our attention on what we want? And so the housing market ended with unprecedented jump in open transactions, which are carried into July. So which means we already have a jump start on this on, uh, that, that went through uh, July. And uh, that jump fueled by the pent up demand of consumers. So we talked about that. I love Ryan always said that we kind of, uh, what the government did is crimp the holes. And so it was all this pent up demand, but um, the home sale transaction where a contract is signed, but the sale hasn't closed. So it's called a home sale transaction, open volume. It surged 21% in June and 30% in July. And so there's all kinds of good news about the economy and again, that means jobs and everything else. I also have, and if you're ever interested, if you'd like to have a weekly recap of COVID, you can see all the different graphs and everything. Just let me know, but there's amazing things that happen. This. U.S. hospitals, you know, they've been losing money, and I mean, all this is going to cost us. People have delayed operations and surgery, but uh, U.S. Uh, hospital occupancy finally went up to 65.9%. You know, the fear was it would be over 100%. That never happened at all. It was about 30% on a national level, and the national average, just so you know, so again, the hospital occupancy is 65.9%. The national average, like all the time last year, whatever, is 66.1%, which means it's finally back to normal on where it 
is. And, uh, and there's all kinds of things, but on ages and, and uh, everything that you would want to know about COVID is on this. Again, I'm going to just leave that because I know all of you have this mindset of, hey, the only thing that affects me is if I pay, my, pay attention to it. So let's pay attention to this. Again, the CDC says 99.995% of us are just fine. So if you keep it at that and go out and build your business, serve people, make lots of money, have fun and play, that it will all uh, play out for you. And um, then an update on the government, because we've got to watch the government on what they're doing, because it does impact us. And so um, there is a program called Continuing Small Business Recovery and PPP Act. And so just be aware of this. And this is helpful to be able to tell your people, hey, the government is looking at signing this. And uh, they're going to have, they're going to allow you to have covered periods of eight or 24 weeks now of unemployment. And there's going to be automatic forgiveness for under $150,000 uh, loans. And I could go on and on. There's all kinds of uh, uh, opportunities, but PPP allows for bankruptcies, small business debtors, all kinds of different things. So some of you have a small business, if you will, and it's incorporated and everything. And so there's a lot of opportunities. So again, I'm not going to give, go into the detail about that, but no, the government is coming out to give you more goodies and mainly money. And, um, you know, never in the history, 25% of our personal income in May was from the government. And like, that's never happened, you know, before. So it's just been, been uh, something else on what's going on with that. And so, um, uh, and now I want to kind of switch. So we looked at that and protests, you know, we're involved in all of that. And we have um, every other uh, Tuesday now we're having, uh, so I think it's next Tuesday, we're having another uh, one on reform. And I've been, you know, one of the panelists on that. And so that's been uh, very, um, uh, very good for, uh, just know we're all very involved in that. And so if you want to get involved in that or understand it more, whatever, but know that, again, it doesn't have anything to do with our experience unless we allow it to. And so I want to move now specifically to real estate and look for opportunities or not opportunities. And um, uh, one of the things that happened in 2008, so for those of you that were in the market then, foreclosures was just rampant. It was a big, big opportunity. It took a little, lot of time and, you know, whatever, but you could do a lot, a lot of business on it. I would urge you not to go there this time because it's not going to happen. Foreclosures aren't going to happen. And they're not going to happen for four reasons. And again, it might be helpful for your customers if they're, you know, furloughed or lost their job or whatever. But first of all, the first reason why there won't be foreclosures is called extension, which is forbearance. And so, um, that's where your mortgage lender uh, is going to allow you temporarily to uh, pay your mortgage at a lower payment or pause payment, you know, et cetera. Uh, then there's homeowner equity and something completely different than 08. What happened in 08 is when everything collapsed, it was, wow, I paid this huge amount for the house 
And uh, now it's only worth, you know, two thirds of that. And so I didn't have any equity. Well, uh, homeowners have equity. In, in fact, 77% of the homeowners have at least 20% equity. Again, this is just data that, hey, nobody knows. I'm telling you, there's no agents out there. You will just be on the cutting edge of all this to know that, hey, you know, you got equity. And so that's, you know, why you want to do it. And, and again, I have all kinds of, if you have any interest on any of these topics, I could go on literally for hours on, on uh, all of this. And, um, and then uh, the other reason on why there won't be any foreclosures is there's a shortage of inventory. So which means if they want to sell, they can go ahead and give it to one of you angelic uh, agents and they can sell it. And, um, uh, and then also know that there have been tighter lender lending guidelines since 2008. So during 2008, anybody could get anything. You know, you just needed to show that you were breathing and you could get a half million dollar house. And uh, so all of that has changed. And so, you know, it's just fun information too. And, uh, you know, knowing like you know, at the bottom line that uh, there's not going to be a rush of foreclosures this uh, fall. So if you think, hey, there might be an opportunity for me that I uh, don't do it. Uh, so where is the opportunities and where, what's going on? And so, you know, I want you to think about strategies, you know, remember the millennials are going out and they are in their nesting. And so maybe you want to go to uh, millennials. I just went, uh, spoke with an agent yesterday. And by the way, I encourage you to call me and just say, hey, what should I do? Or, you know, you don't have to even have a question, you know, just a broad question. I'll help you. And I uh, am really, these phone calls are just amazing, but I help direct this one, uh, one of our agents um, into, uh, and he has a booming business, just wanted booming more and where to go and wanted to get into LinkedIn and wanted to do all kinds of things, wanted to look at passive income and how to do that. And um, so he's a millennial. And I said, you know what, probably millennials typically get along well with millennials. So what about doing that? And then what about using your college as a referral base? And uh, so he went, oh yeah, and then how to use LinkedIn. And I showed him how to use LinkedIn and I gave him my resource. I remember we have all kinds of resources. So if you wanna get into social media heavier that we have resources, free resources for, uh, you can get Karen that she's uh, behind your curtain and behind your curtain, even though she's a beautiful girl, she's the behind, uh, way better looking than I am. And she's behind my curtain, you know, and, and you know, makes everything look pretty on social media. So home owners say that they want room for an office in their next housing choice. So forget about the media rooms, forget about the wine cellars, forget about the home spots. The item, hottest item for buyers now with COVID-19 is a home office. So be thinking about that and with your, when you're doing a listing presentation, you let them know, hey, I want to start you know, developing a home office. Let's take this bedroom and make it into a home office and call it that because that's going to attract buyers. And uh, so millions of Americans are now working at home. Home hunters are looking for more, more room to uh, have their work hats, if you will. And, um, uh, and so, uh, so know that the home office is just a, you know, real exciting uh, area. And then um, I just want to um, uh, focus on the importance of a quality of a contact. 
So just don't, you know, be sending emails to people. If you can be more personal and send notes, call them, call people, and just ask them how they're doing. Because here's why. The quality of your contact that you make daily determines the quality of the leads you generate, which determines the quality of your appointments, which determines the quality of your transactions. And so be thinking, yeah, I really want to start connecting with people. And again, you know, with my example that just from last week, I'm uh, talking about the referral program that uh, one agent called me yesterday and said, my God, out of the blue, I got a listing because I did what you suggested to do. So again, whatever you think feels good, I'd like you to uh, move forward with that. So all kinds of other good things. Uh, any questions, comments before we move on to our uh, one of our exclusive lead programs? But any thoughts behind that? Any comments? It's all good stuff. I really like that. 77% of <clears throat> homes have equity in them. And I think it's one of the things people need to understand and know that when the last recession happened, that it had it was a requirement in order to do a cash out refi or any type of home equity line of credit, you have to keep at least 20% equity in your home. You can't go and cash out everything in your home. So that's where the housing market really took strong initiatives to help people to make sure that if something like this happened, that they were in a space to um, help keep them safe and, and, and do the best for them and help them to be the best that they could be and not uh, panic and start doing stuff and pulling money out, you can't do it. They, it's just, uh, so it's a good point to share with people in helping them understand the stability of the housing market when traditionally the housing market has been uh it'll be it'll fall after the stock market but then it'll be like the last one to come up and out well what happened in housing with this is that it was the first one to come up and out it was the yeah. first one to start kind of like raising up and people were like hey and really it never really even stopped that you if you look at the numbers and if you look at the numbers and i was following them every day here yeah. in fw and it was there were a few more listings coming on for a period of time there than were actually homes going under contract, but it only lasted about a month. And then all of a sudden it just skyrocketed and we were having conversations while all this was going on. Hey, this is a great time to buy. And I was yeah. having conversations with people like, well, I'm freaked out. Let me tell you something. I tried to explain to people, hey, this is going to be the time right now because what's going to end up happening is once people start to wake up, there's going to be a flood of people on the market. It was the kinking of the hose thing. And what ended up happening? It got unkinked and it started flying out. And that's what ended up happening. And everyone was like, oh my God, we're in multiple offers. And it, okay. You know, I mean, it's like, we, we are on the cutting edge of constantly getting data. And we're in this age and time as well where there's not a lag time of a couple of, like, no, we know what's going on immediately. Immediately, we know what's happening. It's not, I mean, we're in the information age, period. So the information comes fast, it comes quick, and you have to make a decision. 
based on that information. And, um, you know, it's not, I don't know. I, I don't think about it, wait on it for a couple of days. And I think most of us here would be in alignment with this. Meditate on it for five minutes. Whatever the decision, stop. Go, go meditate for five minutes. And then whatever comes to you from there, go and make your decision. So those, that's... I, I love that. And that's the best counsel because then you're making a decision with God when you relax, calm yourself, breathe deeply and get quiet your mind so God can speak to you. You know, your higher self can speak to you, your soul, whatever word that you're most comfortable with. And, uh, and Ryan, I know that's why, you know, Ryan's one of the top agents in America is because, and you know, is out there and having fun and, you know, about love and all of those things, because, you know, he, before he really even moves, uh, does anything action to see if you keep on do, 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 you get do, do. But if you'll just, you know, slow up a little and, you know, breathe deeply and then ask, hey, what is the inspired action that I want? Which direction should I have? And then you'll all of a sudden get some thoughts and then people, you'll attract people or an idea or uh, whatever that will help lead you to what you want. And you're exactly right. Brian, uh, uh, Mike, did you say it was 18 um, offers uh, the, on one listing or 12? It was 28. 28. 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is the this is the third buyer that I'm working with that that has been in that. I, I've got one that uh, is, we finally got one under contract and we we put offers in on seven houses and got beat out. Finally, on the eighth, we got it. And then another one that we just closed last month was on... Um, I think we had offered on six houses that we had gotten beat out on just because it's just, it's just a madhouse. But what I'm noticing and what I'm seeing in the market is a lot of these houses are coming back on the market, which I'm trying to figure out what that is. And what the only thing that makes sense to me, and, and if you guys have any input, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. I think what's happening is all these buyers are, they're going to see houses. They're like, put an offer in on this one, put an offer in on that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. And they're putting all these offers in and then they're like, Oh, okay, well, which one do I really want? And then, all these houses are coming back on the market. So I'm trying to, you know, uh, re-encourage my, my buyers like, Hey, listen, just hold off because this might be back on the market here in about two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody have any thoughts about that? I do have a couple of comments. I think a part of that is that, um, maybe some people aren't they're they're, they're, uh, making offers sight unseen Mm. and they're going in, they're doing their inspections. And based on the inspection, they're getting information that's telling them for whatever reason, this isn't the best home for them. I think that might be a part of it. Um, and and it's, it's all good. It's just a process that we're, that we're going through. Uh, but the one thing I would suggest as well, and I have several listings, I posted them in, in the chat here um, coming on. There's one active right now, but uh, that you guys can go on KV Core and, and use that to uh, to market for yourself. Like, yeah, it's helpful for me because you're marketing my property, but when you guys market a property on KV Core, that goes out as your listing. So go ahead and, and use these listings and really anyone's, all you have to do is ask the agent. It's a good way to connect with other agents as well. But my point about the, the, the pictures is there's some companies that they're calling them uh, Manaports or dollhouse photos. I would recommend on all of your listings do that because you can 
man, on one of my condos, I did the dollhouse and photos. And I, I was like, I zoomed in. I was like, oh man, it zoomed in right on like a hole. I was like, crap, that's too specific. I mean, that's something you wouldn't even freaking see if you walked in there, you know? And I was just like, oh man. Hey, what have we gotten ourselves into here? <laughs> it's, uh, it's good, you know. It is. It's super yeah. great. And I have so many people, buyers as well, when they're going into these listings, what they're being able to do, they're not having to. Here's the other cool thing. We're not having to spend as much time going to the properties after maybe we've got them under contract. Because a lot of times people want to go back to the properties and if they have these dollhouse they can do all the measurements themselves through these photos. So wow. we don't have to go back out there afterwards and measure and do all that stuff. They can do it from the, from the convenience of their homes That's or their phones for that matter, wherever the hell they people are. Yeah. And I love that point too, on using KB core. And again, here's a listing that it'll show up. It looks like your listing. And, uh, and, you know, you may get a buy or whatever out of it, but really what you're also looking for is you're looking for listings and you can get listings out of that because they see you and you're out there and they say, oh, you're in that neighborhood. You know, you're an active agent. Remember, it's that credibility and that reputation in the community that's important. And then they'll reach out to you. And so it's a way to get listings. And, you know, another reason why listings are coming out more now is that, uh, of course, because, you know, everything is starting to, there's less cases and you know, the only reason why we know there's so many cases is because there's never in the history of the world been so much testing on any flu before. And so we've had, you know, what, over 50 million people now, you know, tested. And so that's why we know about the testing. If you walk in the hospital, you get tested, you know, all kinds of stuff on, on why you're getting tested. And, um, uh, and so people are realizing, hey, you know, uh, gee, you know, people are uh, deaths have decreased by 84% now. And, and, um, and so people are feeling more comfortable about listing their homes. Before it was, hey, I just stay in my home and I'm not having anybody in here. And uh, then also we have solutions for people listing their homes. And, uh, and that is that, hey, we can do it in a clean way. And so, you know, they're looking for how do I do clean? Well, one way is that uh, we do, you know, virtual open houses, we do virtual tours, we do a Facebook with potential buyers, you know, going through and just one person, we tell the seller to keep all the lights on, open all the doors and we're not going to touch anything we're going to only have two or three people in there if you're having an open house and again all these are just great great ways to be able to leverage uh, to get people to sell but if i if you're going to have an open house what will you do is we'll have loan officers out in front of that house taking applications to make sure that they're qualified so we don't just have people you know kicking the tire if you will and what that does is that gives you more buyers so okay and if they're sellers they say well i'm really not i just want to sell and they say okay great the loan officer gives you that that you know listing so there's all kinds of ways to leverage other people for you to have these open houses and again you meet them in the front yard and you do all of this and uh, in that way the seller is uh, so you want to give give ease to this idea about um, being safe 
you know, and really safe is the word, and then clean, I guess, after that. But, you know, they're concerned with uh, safety. Any uh, other thoughts, comments about that? Uh, great. Hey, Teresa, um, we have uh, um, a wonderful, uh, one of our just amazing exclusive lead programs that, uh, that where, you know, you have more time, you don't have to work as hard, it's easy, it's fun, it's a way to build relationships, is this new home building. And, um, and I know you've been very involved with that, Teresa, and have had lots of success. And I know you have another lead program that's kind of consuming all your time. You have so much business. And last week, I think you said you have so much money, you don't know it's coming in all different places and locations. You really don't know <laughs> how much money you've made. And boy, we love that. And uh, so, but would you this morning uh, share with us on uh, the strategy that you've used successfully to be able to get into uh, builders and be the preferred agent for all the people that are walking up to them. And if I can, that just understand that this isn't a normal buyer because you don't have to be taking that buyer all over the place. It's right at the new home builder. So, you know, it's just a matter of signing them up under your name. So it's very easy. So it's not the typical uh, buyer. The other thing on some of these buyers is they have a home that they do need to sell before they can buy their new home. So it really can work magic. So with that, uh, Teresa, can you share a little with us about your strategy and our strategy using uh, new home builders. Sure. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hello. Hello. Dr. Hanks. In abundance. Blessings in abundance. Anyway, um, so this is a fairly new program and um, it's in its development stages and it's going pretty well. So I call it the DFW Builder Buyer Program. And um, it is about creating relationships with the sales consultant themselves. And often, and I have a, a new construction background and so I was the sales consultant and the agents that I wanted to work with were the most were the ones that appreciated my service personally um, and would bring people to Teresa, not necessarily Kehavnanian. Uh -huh. Not to the builder. Yeah. It felt really good to have an agent call me and say, listen, I've got folks I want to bring over to you. And so what I learned prior was that it's really about the relationship between the realtor and the sales consultant. So when I um, partnered with Dr. Hank last year, um, I think I had shared with him two programs that I had a passion for. And so this was one of them. And and so my position is that I wanna develop a relationship with the particular person, an exclusive relationship in that particular community for that particular product. So let me give you an example. Um, I call Erica Klingenberg in Prosper in Liliana. I advertise Erica. 
I advertise Liliana. I know everything about her product. I know everything about her um, builder. I know everything about her customer service. And so, <laughs> excuse me. So if you have, and so here's what she um, gives in return. So not only, let me finish, not only am I providing my clients with advertising the best builders in DFW, because I know that they're going to operate or perform at the same level of customer service and principles that I do. So not only am I servicing my clients and taking them to these particular people, um, I also know where I'm taking them instead of going to all these different neighborhoods. So that's where we start. And so from there, if they want to go next door to the other builder, it doesn't mean that they can't choose to go with that other builder, but I've already identified the best builder in the neighborhood. So I don't deter them. And this has recently happened where Eric and I were working with a client. They decided to go to a different community and they decided to go with a different builder who I also had an exclusive with. During the course of that experience, I decided not to promote that builder. So I cut ties with that sales consultant and that builder for reasons that I just mentioned that they did not perform to my standards at what I would expect from my client. It all worked out in the long run, but the point is that, um, I've moved on to a different builder in that community and because it's an incredible community and I actually used to work for Kehovnanian in that community. So I've moved on to a different builder and have an exclusive in that particular neighborhood with them. And so, so back to Erica in Liliana, um, it doesn't mean they can't go next. They're with the, she's with American legend. That is who I advertise. That is the first place I take people in that community. And if they want to go next door to Highland, I also have a relationship with Highland in different, um, different communities, exclusive in different communities all over DFW. And two right now that I can uh, mention, but to not confuse you, um, the first goal is to A, get to know that sales consultant, you're offering them free advertising. You're offering to bring them your clients first. You know that they're going to perform. And it's just a relationship that develops into when um, they have an unrepresented buyer that walks through the front door and there's about a hundred of them a day that they call that client because they, the corporate the builder corporate office has roles and fair enough their biggest a builder's biggest client is another is realtors and brokers so they have to be careful that they're not um, showing favoritism so the best way to handle that is to be consistent so you go once a week and you visit with your exclusive um, sales consultant. And let me tell you what happens. 
They not only give you unrepresented clients and ask their permission, but they, she also knows that I'm going to do their listing for a 1% discount, 5% instead of six. And she knows that I'm going to contribute $1,000 towards their closing cost or any upgrade they'd like to apply it to for a build. That's so yeah, so it's a win-win for Erica because she's being consistently uh, advertised. And that is a handshake. If somebody walks in and says, I saw your advertisement today on Facebook, she say, um, which page? And if they say, uh, an agent named Teresa Price, she knows to call me and say, you've got some folks here. So that's a handshake and a trust relationship. Um, and then the other thing is she knows that that client and that listing that they're going to get the highest standard of performance and level of service. So it's a relationship that's to me to Your mic is going again. <laughs> Talk again. Try it. Can you hear me? <laughs> I, can you hear me, Teresa? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I think you're, uh, go ahead and try to talk again. Your okay. mic just went again. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were talking about Mike that's on the call. No, 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 no. Your microphone. <laughs> Did you guys hear that too? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you really need to get a new mic. <laughs> um, I don't think it's the mic. I think it's the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. We're, move, we're moving next week and getting a different new house. Can you, yeah, can baby. you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. You're good yeah. now. So, the key, so the last thing that I wanted to say about it and that I've learned is consistency. Yeah. So, if you can find five people that you ha can develop that relationship with and consistently get in front of them, mm -hmm. go to the model, do a video, do set your set your schedule to promote them at, uh, once a week, go see them once a week. And when you show up, you say, so who have you got for me this week? Yeah. They are yeah. too busy right now. They don't, they don't, they're not, builders are not desperate. They're writing 10 to 15 contracts a week. Right. And if you're in front of them, they actually are going to say, oh my God, I just, you know, I'm so busy. I'm so tired. I've worked all about, no, you know what? There's this one client, they've got to sell their house first. Um, please here, call them, or let me call them and introduce you. Yeah. you know. But the key is that they're not going to remember you. They're too busy. You've got to get in front of them. Yeah. And I found that the best days to do that, even if you call them, but it's better to show up, yeah. uh, is to call them on Monday because mm -hmm. they have just gone through hundreds of people or to catch them on Friday. They're yeah. freaked out about the people they haven't followed up with yet that week and yeah. they're gearing up for another busy weekend. So yeah. Mondays and Fridays are key. Um, and then, then also isn't Monday uh, good because they have, you know, the weekend and all of the rush that people come in and uh, maybe that's a way to give them some relief and one of the uh, things that we offer. And so, you know, it, it really just is an amazing uh, leads program and 
and where, where Teresa really has taken it to the next level. I used to uh, train on this 10 years ago and, um, and did a lot of the same things, but it's, uh, Teresa has such a focus on that sales consultant and meeting with them, but there's things like bringing them lunch every week. Yes. Uh, following the, up with them on the lead, say, hey, listen, I'll represent, you know, you, the builder, and I'll follow up on these leads because you want to build these relationships and everything, and you'll get business. But, you know, they're, they're people that are interested, and again, they're not the regular buyer. They're, they're, we have the inventory because of this builder, and that's where, you know, the inventory is. And then to offer this, uh, so even if uh, you can suggest to do your own flyer with like the builder's picture and your picture, and then all the things you'll offer the buyer. So you could offer bilingual services. We have people that know bilingual and, and could you know help you with that. Um, we, we give an upgrade, a thousand dollars upgrade, and that's taken out of your commission at closing, but the builders just love it because typically upgrades are high margin. So they're making more money and, uh, and you're giving, you know, part of your commission away. And again, to, uh, you know, you can't look at, gee, I'm giving a thousand dollars away. I don't want to do that. You got to look at, gee, I'm making nine thousand dollars or whatever that amount is, and so you take a look at the bigger picture. What was that, Mike? I'm saying basically, you just look at it as a marketing expense. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's uh, and because you don't actually take it into your checking account, you don't have to worry about the deduction or you know whatever that you know it's done. And so we have this all laid out for you on uh, you know exactly on on what you present, how you do it, and and my counsel is always easy. You know, don't be driving 20 miles to go see some builder. Just go Google and find out where's the closest builder to you and go and set up. I would call, get, you know, be real official about that and that, and you're in temp with them and you can share with them as you want to be their preferred agent. And, uh, and here's why is, and so we can also use, you know, KB core to expose them in the social media, like no other agents can, uh, there's just all kinds of good things, uh, with this. And so, uh, Teresa, any other, um, thoughts or comments about this amazing leads program that's free, by the way. <laughs> yes. So your clientele that is the new build or new construction clientele is going to be a repeat customer for you. And my number one advice is to, before you select the sales consultant or the builder or the community, is to make sure that they are stellar. There are so many builders out there right now that are being sued, that are getting reviews of less than one. So I'm working with a smaller builder right now in two different locations. And here's another thing that happens once you identify a really good builder and close relationships with sales consultants is they will refer you to everybody else in every other community for that company. Oh. So I just recently um, got, well, yesterday I got an email from, it's a smaller builder, but they're 10 stars all the way around. Perfect. And she sent me the name of the president of the company. So you're going to eventually end up there. 
<clears throat> and if you've got two builders like that at that level and you've got that many sales consultants, <laughs> you, be ready, <laughs> specialize in new construction, but that's your goal. Yeah. Um, just make sure they're good because once your folks move in, if they're not, yeah. if their customer service isn't good and their product is poor, then you're going to end up on the Better Business Bureau look just like they are. So yeah. be, be careful who you select. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just, you know, and you're so quality. And, you know, I had spoken earlier about, hey, you got to have the quality connection that leads to everything quality then, the referrals, <laughs> all the, the transaction, you know, and so you want to start out quality. And there's just a perfect point. Uh, do your research on these new home builders. Now, I would recommend to all of you, is to write that down on new home build. I'm going to pursue this as far as at least look into it and, you know, take 10 minutes, a half hour, whatever, and call Teresa or I, you know, uh, about it that uh, we can send you. I think you have a standard email on that one too. Do you have? Well, I believe Chris Welsh had sent it to you. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's I have. Generic, there's a generic version um that's on uh word uh, mine, right. is, mine is a pdf there's a generic version on word oh, that okay. i can send to you dr hank and the okay. next time we talk about this yeah. if you want to pull it up for everyone to see it okay good or and if you want to send it out after yeah send that to me now and then okay. i would recommend that you know you all say hey you know send me a, a email and i want to actually give a <laughs> A gold little star to Paula because Paula, you are just the best. On every week, yeah. we, we um, you know talk about something. There you are saying, "Hey, let me know about this." And you, you, uh, I, and how I know that you're really following through is uh, the one link that I said I didn't do this on purpose. Believe me, but the one link didn't work because oh, I had my people working on my YouTube and because they switched around that link didn't work. So, uh, but Paula said, hey, the link didn't work. Now everybody else had asked me for it or that I sent to. <laughs> I know they didn't pursue it, you know, they never opened up the link because it wouldn't do, or if they did, you know, they didn't tell me that it wasn't, but hats off to you, Paula, for really taking the, the uh, inspired action, you know, on these things. And again, every week you should at least write down one thing that's inspiring and, you know, get with me on it, call me, email me, you know, whatever I had. Uh, it was funny. I had um, what, one of the agents and I won't name their name, but they uh, took really good notes and they they asked me for everything that I had uh, offered last week. And it's like, I'm thinking, there's this will take them a month to get through all of this stuff. <laughs> so my counsel to you is, hey, what really feels good to you? You know, and is it, hey, the new homeowner, uh, new home builders uh, that we talked about this week, last week, the referral program. Um, you know, which lead program, and remember on Thursday, we do a review of all this and, and lay out everything that we offer, but it's basically 10 very unique, exclusive um, offerings that we give to every agent, and you get to pick and choose which ones you want. And some people asked me, like uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had quite a few people on, and um, they said, is this a coaching, you know, sales job? We're not 
selling anything. Nobody pays for anything. Nobody kind of gets that. You know, they don't believe it. It's too good to be true. And if you think it's too good to be true, then it will for you. So just know it is true. And we have all kinds of goodies and it's getting better and better. We have this momentum together <clears throat> as a team that's just exploding and it's so exciting and so fun. And I just love you all and just so happy on all the progress and business and service and, and fun, you know, that uh, we're having. And speaking of fun, that uh, for those of you, again, this is a national, uh, uh, you know, podcast. We have people from around the country, but know that um, uh, that um, uh, that this is applicable. Everything we have is applicable anywhere that um, you want to be. But if you are in uh, DFW, that our next uh, meeting. Our live meeting in person is on oh. August 22nd. So please take a note of that if you're local or come and fly in because I don't think our state requires, Texas doesn't require quarantine for two weeks, does it? <laughs> like, you know, these states. It depends on where you're coming from. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, well, anyways. Check with the local out of their mind government to find out. Dr. So, Hank, can I say something about the new home builder program? Yes. Um, I had start, I've started working with a new home builder uh, in McKinney. Turned out she was a previous customer of mine. And when I sent an email out to my sphere, which was my previous client base of my clothing store I used to own, uh, she says, oh, I work at Grand Homes in McKinney. You know, we got to get together, see what we can do. And so I went and met with her. And then I said, well, you know, I'd like to promote your inventory homes on my social media. And she said, oh, my goodness, I have a video of one of them. And let, my, let me get my marketing department to put your name on it so oh. that they call you. <laughs> so she, she just offered that. Um, so, yeah. you know, I've been promoting that every week and yeah and, and by the way today is national uh, chocolate chip day Cho chocolate chip cookie day oh. so if you oh. need to bring any cookies to anybody now that might be the most important thing we heard all day <laughs> uh, one other thing paula and dr hank and everyone yeah. is that i have a builder that actually matches my thousand Oh so like, so for the clients that I'm working with, wow. the $1,000 contribution, they also match it. Oh. And, and, and I talked to her about our first responder program and she's like, oh, by the way, I've got a fireman coming this Saturday. Oh my God. Get me the, you know, and so I got her the sheet to yeah. give to him. And yeah. so. See, and so that's a have, whole other, yeah, go ahead. So we have, um, I have one sales consultant and they only do it at this one neighborhood here um, that matches the first responder um, <clears throat> half a percent of the sales price. Well, they offer a thousand dollars. So we do half a percent of the sales price for first responders on that program. But this particular builder, which is Highland, um, matches for first responders an additional thousand dollars. Yeah, that's, that's great. 
So just to make sure everybody understands, so one of our other lead program is first responders. And uh, Teresa really just led that. I hadn't been into just first responders before. She's just done a remarkable bit. She had a heart too, and she has experience and background with first responders. And this whole thing has blown up, but you know, from the business perspective that, you know, first responders didn't lose their job, they earn a good income. And then because they're an old organization, mature organization, they have millennials, they have people, you know, retiring, they have people leaving. And so it creates all these opportunities to right size for people to get them their first new home, you know, whatever. So you have all of these different opportunities, which includes listing opportunities, especially on the people that, you know, are retiring. And, and Teresa has experienced that in the last couple of months on first responders with, you know, listing their home and then buying another home. And, um, uh, and so this is just a whole nother arena. And it's also a way to bless uh, them if they're looking for career opportunities, we provide that. I provide mindset all free, you know, that I provide mindset training for police departments and fire departments and cities and uh, again, all over the country. So just know, and again, we don't have, uh, we're not gonna talk today about uh, that, but know on how all of this kind of comes together. And like, that's why we're sharing with you. The momentum is just going and like Paula said, yeah, it's just amazing. She went out and has been uh, developing this uh, program, new, a new home builder program. And, uh, and so it's creating more opportunities for her. And now she's on their video with their name and everything. So just know this stuff plays out for you and will build your business and build your wealth like we do at Agent Wealth Success. So we just have a minute left here, but any other thoughts, comments before uh, we go off the recording? Remember, we're gonna stop the recording and we can talk more or whatever. And we'll uh, stay on if you want and you know, I'll stay on. And, and uh, But any other thoughts, comments before uh, we conclude today? What did you like best? What today was the best thing you liked? Rob, what did you like best? I see you down there. Well, well I, I've, been, I've been looking at a lot of information coming across the network yeah. about uh, people forecasting these foreclosures. You know, yeah. there, there's a lot of people forecasting a big wave coming. And so it was interesting to hear your, your opinion on that, to be frank. And um, I'm, I'm going to do some more research. Uh, I'm one of these people that is like, okay, let me take what you've said, but let me dig yeah. a little deeper what some of these other people are saying. And yeah. um, because I want to be in a position where if that happens, um, yeah. I want to be prepared for it. And, yeah. and so that I can help people weather, weather the storm if it does come. Yeah, so yeah. And, and um, so a, a few thoughts on that just in, in response that um, if you like that and you're aware of that and whatever, there's always opportunity. All you have to do is pray for it and God will make more of it. Okay, so it doesn't mean that that opportunity isn't there. At the same time, know that this opportunity is going to be nothing like 08. 
and we shared those four reasons. They're four solid economic right. reasons. They don't have to leave. You know, the government says, hey, you don't have to leave. You have to do forbearance that you can't kick me out. You can't, you know, do any of that. And they're going to extend all of the stuff too. So my counsel to you is, don't do any research on it. I basically, you know, I got the answer for you. And again, what the answer is, it's not going to be as great as 08. It's not a real big opportunity. But if you say, hey, I want to make it an opportunity, you can make anything a big opportunity. So if you like it, but I wouldn't waste any more time researching it, that rather I'd be, hey, if you like the opportunity, it'll be there that, again, I can guarantee you it won't. You can mark my words. <laughs> I'll, even, I'll even give you a $100 bill on it. You know? <laughs> Make it fun. <laughs> Make it fun. So, yeah. Um, so that's great, though. And like I say, if you want to pursue that, have you had experience in it before? Have you done foreclosure? No, not really. Um, oh, then, then for I, sure you don't want to do this because foreclosures take a lot of time and working with the banks and they're no fun. <laughs> back when it happened before, I had people contacting me yeah. uh, trying to sell me their property because right. I, I had been an investor at one time and I pretty much liquidated everything. Um, but I never got into the, into that market. It was just going to be too much trouble. Yeah. But, um, uh, I'm just, I just want to be prepared should it happen, yeah. but, but you're right. I'm not going to focus on it, but I just sort of want to hear what other people are saying. Yeah, you bet. And, uh, and again, my sources are uh, very good and, uh, and pretty much, you know, I can tell you that's how it's going to be. But like I say, hey, feel free to, you know, do it. I just wouldn't invest a lot of time because no. I, I, we already have the answer. And, uh, but if you want to go and do it, I can guarantee you that if you focus your attention on, it will be there. There are homes that will foreclose because of this, but there's a lot of reasons why it's not going to be anything close to it. In fact, I have a lot more data on all that, um, and we won't get into it, uh, but banks repossessed um, uh, 527,000 single-family homes in the first half of 2010. A decade later, banks repossessed just 37,000 homes during the first half of 2020. So there your data is that, um, again, last time it was 527,000 in the first six months. This time it's 37,000. So it kind of gives you, oh yeah, it didn't jump start, you know, it's not very good. So I got a lot of data behind that uh, too, if you, you want it, I'll be happy. Can, can I say something on that, Dr. Hank? Cause I was, I was around during that, uh, that, that crazy time as well. And from yeah. an investment standpoint, and I remember so many people so many people just stopped making their payments and banks were foreclosing and taking the properties back, but then they got so bogged down with inventory that they weren't even taking properties back from other people. So I think, I think the banks kind of learned from that lesson and I think they're not as, as trigger, trigger happy to, yeah. to, to automatically foreclose on properties as well. Right. Um, they're probably anticipating that being, you know, coming up, I, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, great. Well, that's fantastic. And I love the discussion. And I love all you guys. And you know what we do at the end? We like to laugh and have more fun. Let me hear fun As we increase our income. As we, as we increase our income. income. 
We expect to have it now. We expect to have it now. For we understand how. For we understand how. I accept prosperity. I accept prosperity. And money finds me easily. And money finds me easily. Prosperity is my divine right. Prosperity is my divine right. The universe is my guiding light. The universe is my guiding light. Amen. All right, everybody. I love you. It's great to see you. I'm going to turn off the recording. We'll still stay on for any other thoughts that you have. But thanks for joining me. Love you all. And know that everything that you've been praying for is coming your way now. Thank you, Dr. Hank. <laughs>